Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of the Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go. America's small business conversation is on the air. It's the Pat Miller Show. One hour exclusively for entrepreneurs to work on your business, not in it. It's time to solve problems, capture opportunities, and celebrate your wins. Powered by the Idea Collective small business community. This is the Pat Miller Show. Now your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Welcome into the Pat Miller Show. This is America's Small Business Conversation. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Now, this show is built and hosted by a small business owner for a small business owner, specifically for a small business founder. If you're building something from scratch that's not a chain, it's not a franchise. You're figuring this out as you go. This conversation and our community, the Idea Collective, is specifically for you because we're good at one thing and we've just got to figure out how everything else works. So on this show and in our community, we compare notes with one another so we can get the answers to the test. Coming up on today's show, we're going to talk with our friend Talmar Anderson And we're going to talk about how to hire our first employee. So if you haven't hired anyone yet, but the workload is starting to go up and you're thinking, you know, I might need to bring someone on board. We're going to spend a bunch of time with Talmar so we can figure out exactly how that goes. But we're going to start with a little technique for networking, because who you know, like and trust and who knows and likes and trusts you is pretty important when it comes to building your small business and getting out there and meeting those people that are going to help you grow is something that we really can't take for granted. But the activity can really be annoying. I mean, sometimes some of these networking events are just come on, bro, right? So if the idea of meeting new people feels like you're going on a hunt like you're getting out your business cards and you're ready to go out and meet new people, right? It can feel kind of overwhelming and a little bit stodgy and stale. So we were thinking about it inside the Idea Collective. What's a different way that you could act today to start networking? And we came up with this exercise of three people. Finding three people today to help you move further in your business. So let's talk about specifically what three people you should be connecting with. Because the purpose of networking isn't to sell. The purpose to network is to open a conversation and find out who you can trust and who can trust you and who might be valuable to you now and in the future. So you're not going to connect with the people that I'll give you just to make a sale, but you can plant the seed. So maybe you get future sales or referrals or growth partners. So this is a little thought exercise that will help you revitalize your network and help you fill your funnel. So here's what you need to think about. You need to think about 
who is a power partner for you? That's the first person of the three you're going to reach out to. Who is a power partner? Now, a power partner in my world is defined as someone that is working with your ideal clients already. So let's pretend that you are a mortgage loan officer. Well, a power partner for you would be someone else that's dealing with people that buys or sells houses. Most likely, it's going to be a realtor. So a power partner for you most likely would be a realtor, right? If you go out and meet a bunch of realtors, you're going to be hanging around a bunch of people that need to buy or sell a house. That's good for you as a mortgage loan officer. So you got to get clear on your ideal customer and you got to get clear on who are the types of people that are your power partners. So the first person that you're going to send an invite to through the LinkedIn or however you want to do it, find one power partner and don't ask them for anything. In fact, invite them to coffee or lunch and tell them right in the email, right in the message, I'm not going to ask you to buy anything. I'm not asking for anything from you. Just want to buy you a cup of coffee, learn more about what's going on in your business and get to know you a little bit better. So the first person that you're going to connect with in this little networking exercise is a power partner. You got to know who they are. You got to reach out to one of them. Two more people that we're going to connect with on this little thought exercise to revitalize your networking. And this one's a little bit different. I want you to think about someone that mentored you in your business. Maybe someone that mentored you in your life. A mentor that came along and opened up your world in a way that you didn't expect. Maybe they told you that you are capable of so much more than what you're doing. Or did you know that you have this very special skill or talent? Or... You're doing this, but if you just recalibrated it slightly, you could have massive success. They have the saying that when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So who were those teachers for you in your life? Think back. Who were those people? They changed your life. My college radio advisor, Deb, pushed me to be a professional because I was lazy and I thought I knew it all, and she didn't stand for it, and she changed my life. I got fired by a guy named Steve, and I was mad at him for five years until I realized, dang, I deserved it. I'm grateful for Steve and the fact that he fired me. I needed it in my life. My friend Tom, mentor, gave me the freedom, and he held me accountable to do new things and think outside the box. When's the last time you connected with your Deb or Steve or Tom? I want you to reach out to them and thank them. Don't invite them to coffee or lunch. Don't ask for anything. I want you to message them and say, thank you, because here's what you taught me. Now, why is that important to networking? I think it's important because it taps into the energy and the awareness that they gave you. You think back to a time when... I was irresponsible, and I did think that I knew it all, and I didn't listen to people that had done it before. And Steve changed my life. Being in touch with that again, that helps you grow. 
So we're talking about three people you need to reach out to right away to reboot your networking activity to keep your business moving forward. The first person, traditional advice, power partner. Got to know who they are. Find one, message them. The second person, little bit different, is a mentor to get your head right and make sure that you're in touch with the things that make you a better you. And then the third one, the third person that you should reach out to in this little networking exercise I want you to think about someone that's two chapters, three chapters ahead of you in the book. Because if you know what you want to do, you know what you're dreaming, who's out there doing it right now? Maybe you're a mortgage broker like we talked about before, but you're really dreaming of being a keynote speaker. Can you find a keynote speaker that's out there killing it? that maybe used to be a mortgage broker. And you reach out to them and say, listen, I'm doing this. I want to do what you're doing. Would you ever consider a call where I could ask you a few questions and learn how you got to where you are? If you reach out to the right person, they're going to say, wow, I'm flattered that I inspire you. And I really appreciate your kind and authentic message, because that's, of course, what you would send, right? A kind and authentic message. Absolutely. Connecting with people that are in front of you, it takes a little bit of humility. Because if you think about how good you are at something, you also have to think about the things you aren't yet. So in this exercise, we've done a practical outreach. Who is a power partner? Got to know who they are. Then we talked about a mentor. Who made you a better you? And then the third one is someone that's doing already the things that you dream to do. And with their guidance and their insight, it's possible that you can get there too. A power partner, a mentor, and an aspirational invitation. Three ways to expand your network in a non-traditional way. And it also might reignite your love for networking so you can continue to grow your small business. One other way to grow is to finally make the decision that you're going to add a full-time member to the team. Hiring employee one is crazy intimidating, but I can help because we have an expert on the show today. We're going to spend two segments with the person that can help you get over your fears and pull the trigger on your first employee. Talmar Anderson joins the Pat Miller Show next. America's small business conversation continues next on the Pat Miller Show. Developing your business is a journey, so make sure and bring along a trusted sidekick. As your business grows, Sidekick Accounting will be there. Sidekick Accounting's core services help take the confusion out of bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax planning. Who's going to keep track of all those pesky receipts and invoices? Well, Sidekick Accounting has things covered as you grow your version of business success. So whether your small business is a side hustle or a conduit to freedom and owning your own business in time, get in touch with a trusted Sidekick, Sidekick Accounting. There are expert advisors waiting to hear from you now. Feel free to call or send a text message to 414-310-7689. That's 414 414- 310-7689. You can find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, or visit sidekick-accounting.com. Remember, developing your business is a journey, so bring along a trusted sidekick. 
Are you a woman who needs to protect and grow your business? Or do you have a secret dream to start one? I bet you do. If you don't have a lawyer on your side, you may be putting your family and personal assets at risk. I know, I know. You might be avoiding lawyers because they seem overwhelming or intimidating. That's why you have to meet the team at Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. This all-woman team of talented lawyers are the most approachable, knowledgeable, and friendly team you'll ever meet. They exist solely to support women business owners who often go without the legal support they truly need. In 2023, they want to help 223 women create a solid legal foundation for their business. The first 100 women who mention this ad will receive over $100 off of their LLC starter package. Visit Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. Now, America's small business conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. And it's not very often you get to have one of your favorite guests on the show. But today, I get to do it because we get to talk about one of the most requested topics that we get asked about here on the show. Where are you when it comes to hiring employee number one? Have you thought about it? Have you already done it and wished you had done it differently? Today, we're going to talk through the thought process of how you go from solopreneur to an employer with our friend, Talmar Anderson, CEO of Boss Actions. Talmar, welcome back to the Pat Miller Show. How are you today? Fantastic, Pat. I'm so excited to be here, be here with you and your audience. And gosh, do I love hearing they want to talk about hiring. It just makes me all all warm and squishy inside. Now, that's kind of your jam, (laughs) right? Helping people be a big-time boss. Can you tell people what Boss Actions does real quick? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we empower business owners and their managers with the skills and the processes that uh, that let them really step into that visionary boss role. We know that um, the people that you hire uh, can be the third leading cause of failure for small businesses. Yeah, it's all about the people you surround yourself with. So we're doing everything we can to make it easier and actually more enjoyable to build your own kick-ass team. So let's talk about that because yeah. this episode of the show will center on finding that first employee. So before we go hire the person, where are we when we are ready to hire employee number one? How are we feeling? What's on our mind? What does it Mm. feel like when it's finally time to pull the trigger and go get that first person on the team? It literally feels like you're going to throw up. Let's be honest. (laughs) Because it's true, right? You're thinking business is coming in. I have the opportunity to get more business. But if I say yes, I will never sleep or see my family ever again. (laughs) But the money's right there. But it's not enough money to give to other people. And so this crazy overwhelm is going on. And and really truthfully, I think that you're, as a business owner, you're stuck in that, how do I make everybody happy? And I think hiring is that moment when you're like, but wait, can't I be happy too? <laughs> how do I do this so that I'm, I've got space to breathe and sleep and take a nap? I love naps, talk about naps all the time. <laughs> um, right. So how do we do that? only thing you can do to give yourself more time on your own calendar 
is hire team. One of the common pushbacks with that feeling, though, is I don't have the money or I don't think I have the money. So before we get into the questions we'll ask ourselves to set the table to hire someone, when that knee-jerk reaction comes of, Talmar, sounds great, would love to have somebody, I don't think I have the money. How do you answer that? I say I totally understand. I I will tell you that even still to this day, every time I bring a new member on Team BA, which stands for Badass, not Boss Actions, <laughs> but when I hire still, I still have that moment of, okay, my payroll just got bigger, right? You still, you're thinking about it, but you... But there's things you can do. And and one of the very first things that I think can make a person feel best about hiring and growing is really knowing their numbers. And I'm not saying I'm the person to walk you through that. Maybe you have a great mentor, you know, <clears throat> Pat Miller, the Idea Collective, <laughs> that kind of thing. Or you're really learning from a business coach about how to how to really understand your business profitability and numbers. But I think when you have at least the knowledge that, okay, I'm officially paying my bills and there's at least enough money to pay my personal bills. Um, is it worth it for me to cut into that pie a little bit so that I can get exponential more space, which means no, more sales, more clients, more cash flow coming in? And and there's a way to do that. So um, I think that that it's just, you have to know your numbers. I can't tell you when the right time is, yeah. but I can tell you, you don't have to wait till you have the entire year's salary. That's not, that's not how hiring goes. It's not, congratulations, you got the job. Here's $60,000. It, mm -hmm. It's about really breaking it down into a monthly uh, an awareness. How much will this cost me a month? And adding it like a budget line item, you know, to your monthly budget. And I say, if you're in that place of overwhelm, go through and see if you're thinking about a part-time or a full-time person, take that monthly line item and apply it not just to the current month, but go backwards two or three months. If you would have covered it comfortably and like been able to, you know, not lose the roof over your head, it probably means you're already past needing to hire. But if you can at least put that line item in your budget and cover it for three months going forward, um, and you have trending sales, you're, you know you've got the business there, it's going to keep coming, you can feel confident that you should run, not walk to hiring. Looking retroactively is really, really smart. And in a moment, we're going to talk about how do we start the process and find the right person. We're talking with Talmar Anderson, CEO of Boss Actions, about hiring that first employee on the team. But before we get to how do we do it, let's just have one more piece of positivity here. Can you give us a quick success story of someone that didn't think they could hire, they did pull the trigger and hire, and now their business accelerated because of it? Oh, you know, um, I think that one of my favorite stories is um, a, a fabulous client, Monica, and she came to us and she had a team of independent contractors, right? So let's be clear, when Boss Actions talks about team, we mean anyone you let influence your success. So that includes your vendors, your independent contractors, and your employees. But back to Monica. So Monica knew that she needed to get the right team under her. Um, she had a marketing agency and she was really trying to build team. And she was ready to bring some employees on, but didn't know if, how scary that was. And I will tell you, you know, after working with us for a year, you know, within a year, her business had doubled. And uh, actually by the third, I think it was the third year, maybe it was four years, but I think it was three years out. She actually, her business was so successful. She had grown her team 
to way more than one person. And she was able to actually acquire other businesses. Wow. So really creating, you know, when you're hiring the right people, it should be enhancing your business. It should be adding money and profitability to your line. Even if they're not a sales or a billable person, they should be creating space for someone else to be more in the sales or to be more in the billable. So, so, you know, investing in the right hires and looking at your budget month by month by month and making decisions off that really can build that confidence that this is where I need to go. This one employee can make a big difference. It's the first start to a team. Before we get into how to do that, we'll do that in just a second. I'm curious if there is a common refrain or something that people tell you after they do it scared and hire employee number one. Is there any common feedback that you get from people? Uh, well, I think the most common feedback we get is um, just that the, we feel the excitement back from them. They're like, oh my God, not only did this process work, I have two great people to choose from. What do I do? Like, that's our favorite call is we're like, wait, everything worked. What do we do? <laughs> and, and so that's that's always fun. But I think the the feedback we get is that it really is life-changing in the perspective, right? We change how they think about hiring. It's not hiring people to help me. It's building a team that will build success and how do you as the boss show up to help them. So the more they step into that boss role of helping others be successful, it, it really brings the joy on for them. And it really shifts their perspective on, oh, it's not about being an overlord. It's about bringing the people in that can be effective and giving them the tools to just rock and grow this and scale this company. So that might be why you want to hire someone to your team and the benefits you could get from it. But how do you go about doing that? We will continue the conversation with Talmar Anderson, CEO of Boss Actions, as we grow your small business team next on The Pat Miller Show. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. You have a brand. Your business's brand is one of the most important things on your plate. As a business owner, you keep up with the trends. So what's hot these days? It's live events. Owning your small business combined with speaking at live events positions you as the expert in your field. That's where Bankable Events comes into play. Bankable Events is an event advisory and management firm with a primary focus on maximum conversion events. With more than 4,000 live events under their belt, they have the expertise to design face-to-face -face events that get your audience pumped up and generate profits. The minute you partner with Bankable Events, they'll start creating a custom Customized strategy to take you from idea to income. Just think of the opportunities ahead for you. Call 303-550-1123 or head to bankableevents.com. Join over 1,000 other small business owners and CEOs who use Bankable Events to build community and drive revenue. That's bankableevents.com. Now, America's small business conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show. This is America's Small Business Conversation, and you're joining us on a very important topic. We are talking with Talmar Anderson, CEO of Boss Actions, and we're talking about hiring that first person to your small business team. If you missed the first half of our conversation, go to patmillershow.com and you can rehear what we just talked about. We talked about the effects and the outcomes of when you summon the courage to add someone to your team. But now I want to talk about 
how we actually do it. So, Talmar, what is the first step in the process of adding a team member to your small business? The first step is really identifying where your pain points are regarding uh, things that suck up your time. There's just not a nicer way to say that, right? So are we spending too much time collecting information from clients? Are we spending too much time posting to social media? Are we spending, you know, where are you spending your time? So really the first thing to do is to audit yourself. Really? You know, if you can do a full month, I would love that. But if you can do it at least for two weeks, that's a great start. But really, you know, I don't want you to you know, note, I walked in and I turned on the light switch. That's a little, you know, too, don't get obsessive about this people, but you know, to get it into like 15 minute increments, if you can, and really make sure you're doing it every day. Even if you have to stop at the end of the day or the start, the beginning of the day to rehash what you did and give yourself an idea of whether you're, you know, don't just say client work, what client work I was on phones. I was doing research. I was developing something right? Um, Really get clear on what you're spending your time doing, because that's where you can go, okay, here's a pocket of time that it doesn't have to be me, that there's somebody else that I could pay less than costs me an hour to do this work. And that's really where we start. We start with just understanding where we're spending our time. That's an interesting way to look at it, because if you don't know anything, you may be thinking, what's not happening now that I need to go hire for? But what you're Mm. saying is, as a solopreneur, where am I spending my time that could be better used uh, used elsewhere if I found someone to come onto the team? Am I hearing you correctly on that? Absolutely, because we're talking about the first hire here, right? Now, later on, we might be hiring for what we don't have. But right now, what we know is we have a sense of overwhelm. We have more work that needs to be done than time. And so there's a point now where we've decided that it's worth our money, the value to have someone assist us. And so depends on where we need that assistance and our budget as to whether that's going to be, you know, a vendor at like 10 hours or less or maybe an independent contractor for 15 hours uh, you know, a month, or if we're talking about a direct report employee starting at about 20 hours a week, oftentimes this can be an assistant. It can be somebody who's, you know, works in your, like a junior level of the deliverables that you have for your clients. Um, it can be bookkeeping. If you have to do a lot of bookkeeping and invoicing, that's an easy thing to hire a team member for. Um, it, it's, it's specific to you. And that's why we always have to start by understanding where we're spending our time and what our business needs. So let's pretend for the rest of this conversation that it's not a contractor or someone that we might be able to hire fractionally. We're going to hire okay. either a part-time or full-time. Yeah, a real direct report employee. Love it. So we want to go out and find that person. What's the next step when we know I need someone to do X? How do we okay. go find that person? Well, find the next step is not go find, but we can answer go find. The next step is understand what a successful person would look like, right? What do they need to bring? And what are they, what are they uh, gonna, how will I know 
that the person sitting across from me is the right person. You know, oftentimes that, you know, you're right. The jump is, okay, I know I need help with this thing. I'm going to go hire somebody to do this thing, but we're not really, we got to think about how do we want it to align, right? There's four ways every hire needs to align. We need to align with uh, the position itself, right? Everybody knows that. If I need a bookkeeper, they need to know how to do bank reconciliations and so on. Um, they need to align with our culture. This creates ease. And I know it's the thing everybody's talking about. Culture is really critical because if we all have the same values and we all love the same mission, that's going to create ease in our business. But there's two more really important alignments that I want everybody to be thinking about. The third one, is you, boss, right? Pat, if you're hiring, <laughs> don't you want to work with people you want to work with? Yes. Literally, isn't that why we became business owners? We were like, I don't want to work with jerks. I want to work with people that talk fast like me. I talk fast, <laughs> that are militantly positive. I do have to like the possibilities and things, right? And so if I can if I can find a way to align every hire with me and the way I like to work, that will make joy and that and it'll avoid that burnout of our business. Oftentimes, when we feel overwhelmed and burnt out, it's because we're not surrounded by people that really are working in the styles that you like to. And it's probably because we didn't take the time to identify it. But the fourth one, I'm sorry, I know I'm going long, but the fourth one, uh, this alignment, everybody forgets, but this one really affects tenure and loyalty. The fourth alignment is aligning with your clients. Right. It's really important, Pat, that when we hire people, that everybody on the team has respect and passion and excitement for the people we serve. Right. People carry lots of history and stories with them. So if your clients are corporations and you hire someone that's a great bookkeeper, but their parents were ruined by a corporation that, you know, stole their parents 401k or, you know, had some horrible, you know, where they were kicked out and, and they felt like their parents were really robbed. They're not ever going to give you 100% of service. They're never going to be excited and really fully aligned with this company. If they don't like your clients, it's not, they're not going to do as good a job. So this four point alignment is something that Amateurs like me skip over because we go straight to the hiring, which we're going to ask about in just one second. If you're yeah. just joining us, we're talking with Talmar Anderson, CEO of Boss Actions, about how to hire someone, especially employee number one. So mm -hmm. we've done a time audit and we figured out what we want them to do. We've yep. considered the alignment throughout the business, but now it's time to go try and find them. Is that right? <laughs> how do we yes, go about finding them? Now we're now we're going to take all this information that we started to collect about the right person, create a kick-ass employment ad, and we're going to go out there and we're going to start putting this employment ad out. And the, I think one of the main places people forget is put it on your website, people. This does not cost you extra money. And, you know, a lot of the job platforms, Indeed, is still where people go. Indeed has made it really hard for people. I know they've got 900 questions just to get your ad out there. Um, and they're not sourcing, uh, you know, the visibility the way they should have. But it's still where people expect to find a job and where they look for a job. So, so if you can put it on your own website, Look at, you know, join us, Team BA. We want to, you know, work with us, careers, jobs, whatever you want to call the page. And you can put out social media posts. Don't put the whole ad on your social media posts. <laughs> Just a nice little get you line, you know, hey, if, you know, one of the ones we always use is, 
are people surprised that you're in HR? Then you probably should apply to be on Team BA, right? Because we love HR. We love hiring and management. And most people expect that to be, you know, a mousy person who's, you know, smacking a ruler against their hand. <laughs> so I would take that social media post and link it to my website about what the, uh, the position is and how to apply. That saves me a little money, definitely saves me time and energy. And, uh, and I can now affect who's seeing it because the people who follow us on social media know people that might need our job. It's not just the people that follow you. It's all the people they know. Who do you know that sounds like this, right? Use your, your sources. I think that's one that everybody forgets to use. And so that's why I want to share it today. That's a really good reminder. With the time we have left, we've now got a pile of applicants speed round us here. How do we go through <laughs> this pile of people? I mean, there are folks that show up in the feed and you can tell that they're really not a fit. But let's say you've got four or five folks that mm -hmm. you're not really sure which one is the best fit. Any power tips for us to go through that process to find the person that aligns with our mission the best? Well, again, you know, if we take time and plan, right, you know, we have a whole system, bossification, literally a whole system on how to get this all together so that by the time you're in front of people, the yes and the no comes much faster and easier. But if you took the time to really think about what the right person is going to bring to you to be successful in this position, well, that's where you write your interview questions about them. And you do want to go through at least a two-step process in your interview because anybody can say anything brilliantly once, but can they say it again? And I really want you to use your reference checks, people, because now we're looking at a potential of five sources of data. No, six. I can count. Your resume, <laughs> right? That's something. The two interviews that you did and three professional references. So that gives you six times you've had opportunities to collect data on whether this person is really going to be able to deliver what you need. And if you use a repeatable process, you will be much more in control of what you're doing and how you're doing it and the team you build. If you need to add to your team, hopefully this conversation was worth it. And think how much you're going to spend on a team member. You might want to call Talmar and get a little bit of help so you don't make a big mistake up front. It's a great conversation on hiring employee number one, Talmar Anderson, CEO of Boss Actions, our pal. Thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. I appreciate it. Thrilled to be here. Thanks for asking me. America's Small Business Conversation continues next on the Pat Miller Show. You're an expert in your own field, so why not take it to the next level and get paid for it? Hi, I'm Wendy Babcock. My three-day paid speaking boot camp is your ticket to turning what you know into real income. No matter if it's an audience of five people or 500, or if you don't have books, services, products, or programs to sell, even if you're not a celebrity or even well-known, Wendy's online paid speaking boot camp will give you the skills to always get paid for speaking no matter what. Keynote speakers get paid anywhere from $2,500 to $7,500. At my intensive three-day boot camp, you'll not only build your speaking skills, you'll also learn where to find and how to book speaking gigs. The next boot camp is June 27th through 29th. Register now at paidspeakingbootcamp.com and you'll also get lifetime access to Wendy's weekly speaker support hour, an exciting forum to get answers and unlock still more secrets to getting paid for speaking every time you step on stage, no matter what. Register now at paidspeakingbootcamp.com. Paidspeakingbootcamp.com. Krista Morrissey for Choices Coaching and Consulting. Do you know where most small businesses go wrong? They invest in everything except their leaders. But through strong leaders comes strong business. 
Are you doing it wrong? Most small businesses focus on production and numbers. Production and numbers come through strong, resilient leaders. And strong leaders strengthen culture. They strengthen your resiliency and they strengthen your bottom line. I develop strong, resilient leaders who will drive your business. It is time for you to refocus your investment. Go to choicescoachingconsulting.com and let's you and I start the conversation now before someone else invests in your leaders. When you invest in your leaders, you invest in the bottom line of your business. Connect with Krista at choicescoachingconsulting.com. Act now. Krista at choicescoachingconsulting.com. Now, America's small business conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. I want to talk about words. Words. Words can be really fun sometime. And there's a word that has emerged inside the small business community that I love and I can't stop thinking about because I think it absolutely captures what we are all about. It definitely captures what the listeners of The Pat Miller Show are all about. Because when you think about building your small business dream, this particular word, I think, captures the spirit of what it means to be a small business founder. We'll get to that word in a minute. We'll start with one word. Is it niche or is it niche? What do you say? Pop quiz. What do you say? Do you say niche or niche? Now, I'm a niche guy, personally. Maybe that's because I'm in Wisconsin in the middle of the country. Or maybe it's because I'm dumb because everyone that says niche, they sound so smart. Oh, it's a French word. It's niche. No, it's niche. Sorry, it's niche niche. Argue amongst yourselves, but niche is what I say. If you say niche, yell at the radio and tell me I'm dumb. We'll move on. Another word that's emerged that I think is hilarious is be clown. <laughs> Someone said that on Twitter, that you're be clowning yourself, like you're making yourself out to be a clown. And I think it's such an intelligent insult. You're be clowning yourself, bro. Stop it. I'm going to use be clown sometime soon. I don't think I'll be able to work it into this segment, but be clown is just such a great word. And there's one other word or phrase that I think is just spectacular. Uh, In a soccer commentary, they were talking about a player that made a mistake, and they said, well, he didn't cover himself in glory on that one. (laughs) Cover himself in glory is great. All right, so the word that is capturing the spirit of small business owners, and the one that just resonates with me down to my spleen. It just makes me go, yes. It's the word unemployable. This word's been bubbling up inside the small business community. Have you seen it on your LinkedIn? Have you seen it on your Twitter? Unemployable. Unemployable, that's what you are as a small business founder once you get the taste of freedom. And that's why I think if you didn't have your small business dream come true, I think that's why it would be just so dang defeating to going back to corporate and working for another person. I mean, think back to your time when you worked for corporate, if you ever did, or maybe when you had a job as a younger person, you always thought your boss was an idiot, right? 
Well, now that you're out there running your own shop, imagine going back and having to take orders from someone else. They would be like an Uber idiot. They would just be like the biggest idiot of all time. Because think about what that would mean. Seriously, if you're out there running your own small business right now, you're trying to make your dreams come true. Imagine you close your business on a Thursday and you're starting a new job on Monday. And as you're talking to the new boss, idiot, for your reporting in on Monday and they say, well, you know, uh, we'll see you in the conference room at 8 a.m. Just like I got the chills. I got I can't believe like seriously, I got to put on real pants. I got to drive through traffic. I have to show up at your office at 8 a.m. And I have to be happy about it. I have to be ready to collaborate with you and your people. You're telling me I have to be someplace. No, I'm unemployable. I can't do that. Think about having to hold meetings you don't want to be in or be in someone else's meeting talking about something you don't want to talk about. Odds are you're not doing that right now. Here's another one, just to drive home how unemployable you are as a small business founder. Imagine, just put yourself in a situation. If you're a small business founder, you go back to work for someone else and you make a giant sale. You make a $100,000 deal and you get 15% of it. No. No, no, capital N, capital O. You would be beclowning yourself. I did it. I did it. You'd be beclowning yourself if you made a $100,000 deal and only got to keep 15000 of it. We have tasted freedom. We've tasted what it means to build our own small business dream. And the idea of going back to corporate. Here's another one. Here's another one. Imagine not following your instinct. So there's something you're good at doing and you go back to do it for someone else, but then they tell you how to do it. Oh, you know, no, I don't think it should be that way. It should be this other way. And you know that that's not the way it should be done, but you're their employee. You're unemployable. You're unemployable. And if you think through that scenario, it will remind you of how sweet this whole exercise is and how precious it is. Because when you think about it, being able to make your own small business money, that's pretty awesome. You go sell a $100,000 deal, you take out your expenses and taxes, you get to keep the balance. That's pretty sweet. None of this 15% BS, right? But it's more than just the money. It's the freedom. It's the independence. It's the flexibility. It's the PJ pants. If we're being real, it's the PJ pants and coffee at my desk at whatever dang time I feel like sitting down at my office. It's working out of the house. It could also be if you went back to work for someone else. "Mm, Yeah, we're going to send you on a business trip. (laughs) No. No, you're not. Let me think. No, you're not. (laughs) I'm not taking a business trip. Sorry. 
So it's a wonderful reminder, and it is a great word. I mean, unemployable is not the, that's just the greatest word you've ever heard. And you remain unemployable as long as your business stays viable. The sad thing is half of us are going to fail by year five. So we have to rally around one another and we need to help each other win. That's the don't grow it alone spirit of the Idea Collective. And it's the reason why we're hosting the Small Business Rebellion event inside Chicagoland on August 19th. Mike Michalowicz, who's the author of Profit First, is coming to do two keynotes, including the full Profit First keynote. You want to stay open? Mind your cash flow. Mike Michalowicz will teach us how to do it. We've got other great keynote speakers, a sales workshop, networking, all that jazz. August 19th in Chicagoland. Get your ticket now, smallbusinessrebellion.com. Smallbusinessrebellion.com. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, proudly unemployable. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to The Pat Miller Show. See patmillershow.com for more information on today's guests, events, and the Idea Collective small business community. A worldwide group working together to fight fear, inexperience, and isolation for small business owners everywhere. Join us next week for The Pat Miller Show. And remember, get clear, work hard, and never quit. Guests on the Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of the show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.